Hello and welcome to another episode of Is It Rotten? I am your host, Edward V, and today I'll be discussing 12 Strong. On this show, I'll be watching movies that came out in 2018 chronologically and reviewing them compared to their Rotten Tomatoes aggregate. 12 Strong has a runtime of 2 hours and 10 minutes. The director of this movie is Nikolai... Mm, this last name, though. F- Fuglesig? F- Fuglesig? I... Man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it stars Chris Hemsworth, Michael Shannon, Michael Pena, Trevante Rhodes. There are other people, obviously, because the movie is 12 strong, but I'm not going to read all of those names. So, those are the, the top build for the movie, but obviously I'll have the Rotten Tomatoes information in there, and that'll have the cast information if you want to look into the rest of the movie as well. So, the plot summary, 12 Strong tells the story of the first Special Forces team deployed to Afghanistan after 9-11. Under the leadership of a new captain, the team must work with an Afghan warlord to take down the Taliban. The current percentage on Rotten Tomatoes for this movie is 51% from the critics and 63% from the viewers. I'm going to go ahead and do the spoiler warning here. It's a mild spoiler warning. But, spoilers nonetheless. So, this movie starts with a montage of footage about Bin Laden and, you know, all the the terrorist activity and stuff like that. And it cuts to Chris Hemsworth and his family moving into their house, uh, into a new home on 9-11. His daughter is watching TV and Chris tells his uh, daughter to turn the volume down. She accidentally hits the uh, channel change button. And the TV starts showing the news talking about the Twin Towers being crashed into. And that immediately cuts to um, Chris Hemsworth going to, you know, to the military base or wherever, wherever he works at. And, you know, him trying to get his team back together. And we find out that he's only had training experience. He's never really been in the field and actually had to kill anybody or anything. But he knows the team. and The team worked together really well. So Michael Shannon fights for him to lead the team into Afghanistan. So while all of that's happening, uh, we find out that Michael Shannon is supposed to be retiring. But in order to do this mission, he, you know, tears up his papers and, you know, gives, you know, to to go into battle to work with the team because they work so well together. So obviously his family is quite mad about it. Like his his son won't even like talk to him and stuff like that. But, you know, it's it, this is basically set up. You know, it's um, at this point, maybe, I think maybe, maybe that was like 10 minutes into the movie. It's everything's moving pretty fast as far as the setup goes. I mean, it cuts to Michael Pena and you find out that he that his wife won't have sex with him until he comes back because, you know, you he basically to give him incentive to fight as hard as he can and come back. You know, he's basically doing his little comedic role. It's to lighten up the movie a little bit. He's doing what he does. Um, so we cut to the, to them landing at the base near the Afghan border. And there's, you know, a lot of like army bro shenanigans. They're, you know, riffing at each other and stuff like that and giving each other a hard time. And then Chris Hemsworth goes into the meeting with the, general or whatever and um they you know throw a lot of military jargon around and i was completely lost as to what was supposed to be going on but you know it basically get in there kill the dudes and come out so 
I mean, Chris Hemsworth is going in there. He's throwing around a lot of guarantees and certainties for someone that's never really seen combat before. And at that point, it just, I couldn't help but feel like the Hollywood fluff. It was just a lot of Hollywood fluff at that point. But I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a terrible thing. Like it's, it's whatever. And so the team successfully lands on day one and the op begins on day two, the general, they're supposed to be meeting shows up and they meet with him and he's, um, he's supposed to not be able to speak English, but we find out that he actually does speak English. And again, I don't know if this was like a true thing or if it was just uh, a Hollywood change for the sake of Hemsworth. So he didn't have to learn like Russian and whatever other languages that he was supposed to uh, supposed to have been able to speak in order to communicate to uh, to to communicate to the uh, the warlord general. Um, but there's, you know, a lot of military negotiations, traveling by horse, light conversation, as well as light comedic moments. At one point, it cuts to to the Taliban killing a woman for educating some young girl. And um, and then it cuts right back to Hemsworth squad. I don't know about at that point, I was about 50 minutes into the movie and not really much has happened had happened. And then maybe two two minutes later, like the action just starts, and it's pretty consistent from that point on. I mean, they do take breaks to, I guess, develop the plot more, build relationships, stuff like that. Um, but after that, Hemsworth team encounters their first Taliban target, and they need to call in an airstrike, but they're too far away to get accurate co- accurate coordinates. So he makes this risky move to get closer and draws the fire of the Taliban. And you know it's a whole it's a whole to do, but they successfully drop the bombs and and move on to the next camp. But um, I'm not going to talk about each camp that they encounter because at this point, even though the movie is in large part Hollywood, it's not it's not bad, and I don't want to spoil too much of it. So I mean, the, the action and the encounters and you know the people that take damage and just it's, it's I don't want to spoil too much basically. Like I said, so back at HQ, the higher ups don't have faith in Hemsworth's team, and it's it's going to uh, he, they don't have faith that his team is going to make it to the target in time. So they send in another squad to go in from a different angle. That causes a little animosity between him and the Warlord General, and um, they he decides that he's not going to help them. And so the the team of twelve or whatever they they're they, they decide that they're going to. Well, Hemsworth decides that his team is going to go in and take this like ridiculous, like highly fortified trench by themselves to take out the Taliban to get to this town that they're trying that they're supposed to be trying uh, trying to liberate. So they do that. Um, they they go through the trench. There's a lot of resistance, a lot of guns, explosions. Obviously, you know they make it through, and everybody lives happily ever after. I mean, like this movie is like for it to be two hours or whatever like like the first 50 minutes is like set up and getting them there and then the last like whatever like hour or so is like straight to the action get in and get out so like i said this movie wasn't bad in my opinion it was very hollywood stylized um it was a very hollywood stylized real retelling of um these events like but i mean i still enjoyed it uh so i don't I have to say the movie is not rotten. Yeah, like I said, I enjoyed it. I don't like what did I say? The ratings were fifty-one, sixty-three. So the, I, the viewer, I guess the viewers enjoyed it as well. The critics 
had it at a 51. So there's, I'm guessing there's things in there having to do with the Hollywoodness of it that, um, that made it not, that made the critics rated somewhat lower. But if you, if you're interested in that, like I always, I'll have the, um, the link for this movie, the Rotten Tomatoes page, uh, in the show notes. So, um, this week I'm, I'm not doing a recommend this week because I, just ha- I didn't really have time to check anything out, anything new out this week with uh, with uh, the new podcast. So uh, before I close, I just wanted to remind you guys about the Branch Off podcast Taylor made. Um, if you weren't aware, the first episode came out earlier this week on Monday. Uh, it should be in your podcast feed or on whatever platform you use. Uh, in that episode, we talk about Wonder Woman, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Mad Max Fury Road, and Rogue One. If you're interested in that, again, the episode should be in your feed. Uh, it'll have a special title card, and again, it's called Taylor Made. So I hope you enjoy that. Um, we'll try to get one another one out before the end of the month. I can't guarantee that we'll be able to, but if we are able to, um, again, I'll let you know on the main episodes when that's going to come out. So in closing, uh, if you like this episode, feel free to leave a five star review and leave a comment. When we get enough comments, I'll go through and read through, read them out on the podcast. Uh, I'm on Stitcher and Spotify. If either of those are your preferred, uh, preferred podcast app, uh, you can also tell Alexa to play. Is it rotten podcast? If you're at home and she'll queue it up for you. As always, I've put the link to the Rotten Tomatoes page in the show notes. If you want to look into the movie, you can follow me on Twitter at IsItRottenCast, on Instagram at Difficult.Productions, or email me at IsItRotten at gmail.com. I hope you'll join me next week because I have a very special guest planned. Uh, if we're able to get together to record, uh, we'll be breaking the 2018 movie format to discuss the movie 7. If things don't pan out, I'll be continuing the usual format to discuss the movie uh, Den of Thieves. Until next Wednesday, have a great week, and may the Force be with you.